Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 46 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We're bringing you this episode on Friday, June 4th, 2021. I am your host, Lee Paddock, and my co-host, Sterling Hammer. And of course, spoiler alert, and now let's just talk about the film. So, this week, uh, it was my choice, and uh, I chose a film um, that was... It's maybe slightly different, I guess, than the uh, the one we watched last week. It's in the same, at least, thriller kind of. A little bit. It was more intense. It's not like my gobbledygook to like your seriousness. Yes. Or but yours was more of like, a, I'd say, I guess like a Hollywood yes. kind of like drama well, thriller. This is a Korean Hollywood thriller. Like, <laughs> it's still, just different. It's still, yeah, it's pretty different, but. Uh, but I could see this also movie being made in America. It wasn't like so outlandish you couldn't relate with the characters. Well, we'll, we'll probably we'll get into that a little bit more, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is also, but it's also more of a dark comedy, I would say. I guess a little bit. I don't know if I saw it that way. But well, I guess we'll talk a little. I more thought. About I that. mean, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about know. it more. Um, the movie we're talking about today, uh, today, yes, <laughs> is Parasite. From mm. 2019. And as you can kind of tell already, do I like this movie? You'll find out. We'll find out, won't we? <laughs> um, yeah. This was a film that uh, I saw, I think, well, I think like around <laughs> the beginning of 2020. Like right as it was kind of getting like a lot of like attention and buzz. You watched it to see what, what, the, what all the hubbub yeah. was about? Yeah, yeah. And I'd see I'd been familiar with the uh, the director of this film already. I'd seen actually a few of his movies. Yeah, you saw Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get into the director in just a second. Um, <laughs> Mr. Bong Joon Ho. Uh, but yeah, when I when I saw this movie, I was just I was blown away by it. I could see that pretty much by like pretty much just like everybody else was. Um, I was like it was. It was probably this and Tarantino's movie came out the same year. These were probably two of my favorite movies of 2019. Mm. The end of a end of an era, I would say almost. Oh, the pre-COVID era. Yeah. Uh, between those two movies, I like Parasite more. Wow, really? Um, but I also uh, I do like the Tarantino movie, but it also wasn't my favorite movie of 2019. Okay, well, I mean, the Tarantino one, that was a little bit, that's personal. That was, yeah, that was a film, crit, like, for the it, film fans. That was, de- yeah, it's a movie. Should be coming more of, but. But, yeah, this was, uh, this was a movie that just uh, knocked yeah, my socks off. I could see that. I could, This is a Lee movie. <laughs> for sure. So, yeah. Especially the ending. I could see you just going like. Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that. So let's uh, kind of explain what the movie's about a little bit. Mm-hmm. So the film uh, is a South Korean film, and it takes place uh, in a... Uh, it, we open up in sort of a poor neighborhood. A slum. Uh, basically a slum in uh, Seoul. Um, and we focus on a, uh, a family that, uh, you know, they're kind of down on their luck, 
they kind of work for this like shitty like pizza delivery thing. They they're supposed to like they basically survive by doing side jobs like little odd jobs here and there. For, yeah. They're just barely making they're ends lazy. meet. They're yeah they're yeah they're actually yeah they're very lazy. It's pretty funny. They work really hard to be lazy. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of almost it's kind of ironic in a in a way. It is. It's funny. Um, there's and they're like. <laughs> They're stealing people's Wi-Fi. Yeah, they survive on the fringes of society. They're parasites, essentially. Um, and so, the uh, a family friend comes in one day, gives a uh, the main uh, the oldest son of the family uh, a rock, and I guess tells him about this uh, family that he's been like. Helping like tutor, or helping like tutor the daughter of, mm-hmm. and uh, the the son gets the idea to hmm, maybe I can kind of infiltrate myself into this rich family and see if I can kind of get a really nice sort of high paying job to be able to go to college. Yeah, because they think he's already a, in college. Yeah, he has to trick them. Mm-hmm. You, this is how this is how you start learning like oh the whole family's a bunch of swindlers because when the family finds out he does this they're not upset with him or anything they're like woo congratulations yeah, exactly and then and then he sees an opportunity oh let's see and so after uh the family uh lets him in he be, he begins to tutor the uh the eldest daughter of this really rich family the park this is family a hard crush on him yes <laughs> and he, uh, the son gets this brilliant idea to bring in all of his family into this little operation and put them into different positions mm-hmm. throughout the house. Well, actually, it's more of like it kind of it's a domino effect. He sees an opportunity to get his sister a job. Right. Then the sister sees an opportunity to get the dad a job. And then and the then dad the father, sees an opportunity to get the mom a job. Yes. So they eat. It's just like this, like each family member is like, oh, how can we get and another one each, of us in here? Like each little like plot, I guess, to get the f- family member in becomes more, more, more elaborate. elaborate. Yeah. Uh, especially when they get the mom. Yeah, because they're all also pretending to not know each other. Exactly. They they have to. Yeah, they have to. There, it's a complete ruse, complete con job. It's crazy. I know. It's 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 great. And um, yeah, that's pretty much just the the main thrust of this plot. And it's you know them not try trying not to get caught. Mm-hmm. But then of course, there's some twists and turns along the way. Yeah, they kind of come out of nowhere. I wouldn't say out of nowhere, but... Did you... Okay, guys. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Watch this movie. Stop the podcast now if you really want to. Watch the movie. We're going to reveal the endings and all this shit. Did you really expect a bunker with a rat man living in the box? <laughs> like in the, bu- <laughs> uh, the rat man. Did you expect the woman, like when she was yelling, Honey! Honey! <laughs> I, like, you were like, what? I thought like she had hidden money down there. Or, or there were dead bodies or some shit. Or some crazy shit. I thought it was going to be like money that like the owner had left her or had like, like only she had known about. And she wanted to no. get it. No. It was her it was fucking her husband. husband. Who they really loved each other. Because when she's dying in front of him, he's bashing his head trying to get the attention. Yes. And then he goes insane. Well, he's already insane, but then he's like... He's I'm even, gonna... he's a mur- he becomes murderously insane. Because they murdered his wife. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, fucked up way, but and like, 
It's all could have been avoided. It, the, that's the one thing that annoys me. Why'd they let her in? I they yeah. could have told her to just go fuck off. I know. I don't know. I guess maybe like oh well, she gets this little th- whatever she needs, she'll go away. That kind of logic, but and then it just spirals into fucking your whole insanity. life. You murdering your boss, and you you hiding in the basement, and you watched your daughter died. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll go into more detail on what exactly happens there. I know, but this like the, it starts rolling. I mean, yeah, this movie, once it starts unraveling, it unravels quick. It takes a a hard turn, I would say. They get their commitments for being little swindler fucks, but then like you're just like. Did, the owner was kind of a douchebag, but he was also just a family dude. He wasn't cheating on his wife. He loved his son and his daughter. Dude, he just thought they were... Sp- I, that would have been me. Fucking Jesus fucking Christ. This guy smells like shit. <laughs> I know. And I also wouldn't want a car driver that smelled like fucking onions. Right, yeah. In my car. Like, I would just be like, sorry, you smell like fucking onions. <laughs> like, and probably because they're not showering. They live in the fucking basement of a dirty poop apartment they were making tons of money and they're like let's stay in this shitty apartment so we can drink and eat mo- mo- eat food mm-hmm. so like they got what they deserved of it i i guess i don't exactly see it that way i don't think the daughter had to die nobody had to die i wish nobody died but i mean i guess that's just how the situation just spiraled into chaos it's almost like a message there is a message there is a theme the, the very title, Parasite. Don't be oblivious. Like the oblivious rich people. <laughs> and they have no idea their life has been taken over. <laughs> like, and uh, I did read like one thing that uh, Bong Joon-ho said that, you know, the title, in fact, he actually uh, had to f- sort of fight to call the movie Parasite because the like marketing people in South Korea we're afraid that since the movie centers around a poor family, that that's what the title is referring to. And while, I mean, yeah, it kind of is referring to them. Yeah, they're parasites, but they're not really because they're poor, they're parasites. There's plenty of poor people around them doing not that stuff. But he also said that, in a way, the Park family are poor are parasites, too, because they're just kind of leeching off of their labor, because they can't do anything for themselves. They can't drive themselves. They can't cook for themselves. Can't take care of their kids. Can't take care of their kids. So they just have all these other people do everything for them. So it's kind of like two parasites living off each other. Exactly. Yes. It is true. That is very true. But I feel like that would go over most people's heads. And there's also... Well, I mean, that's what I like about this movie is that it's subtle. Yeah, I feel like Koreans are a little more into that. Because theirs is still like a smaller kind of, whatever we'll call it, Hollywood. Um, In a way, yeah. Because I don't think they call their things like Hollywood, like Bollywood or something. Like they don't call it something stupid. I think it's just like no. Korean Hollywood or there's whatever. A, well, right now, I guess, there's a new thing that's happened. Not new thing, but a thing that's been happening for probably the, the last couple of decades almost. Uh, where we've been getting a lot more of these sort of like weird like thriller movies from South Korea there was uh there's like a few other movies and other directors um that have kind of crossed over a little bit into making american films now because this society is going through kind of the changes of america in a way they, yeah they're modernizing they're liberalizing 
they're they're like a they're a they're a pretty big beacon of democracy in a pretty undemocratic part of the world. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because when you think about, it, they're surrounded by China, North Korea. They got Japan to the south, but Japan doesn't like them. Taiwan's yeah. too tiny. <laughs> yeah, it's um, and they're hella rich. <laughs> it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, like they've been going through a boom. They're calling it the the Korean boom. New Wave. Yeah, yeah, because their music's taking over. Okay, a little side note, everybody. Just like we're just oh, like, yeah, that's right. Do- K-pop is super popular. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, we work at a bookstore, and magazines with the group BTS on them sell like hotcakes. For weeks, I had people calling, "Where's the Rolling Stones with BTS on it?" Rolling Stone magazine, yeah. And they're like, "I want it." And then now it just came out yesterday. It's already gone. <laughs> yeah. People, yeah, just buy. So yeah, Korean like that soft power. They taken over. It's like Thailand with their restaurants. You know, there's a Thai restaurant on every corner. It's because they're they well, literally fund their California. chefs. <laughs> what? Maybe in California. Well, no, yeah, I think I, in New York, probably in a little. There's Thai restaurant. There's like over like eighty thousand mm-hmm. Thai restaurants in America. Yeah. Okay. Because the government funds uh, the chefs to come over here. That's why you're seeing and like South Korea, like the government puts a lot of money into boosting their movies, boosting that music. And it's very mm-hmm. catered to the West, which is kind of weird. Okay. We're so used to catering to over there. There's actually nations still catering to us. <laughs> I mean, they cater to the things around them, too. I mean, uh, and obviously it's still all South Korean, but it is <laughs> cool to see like a huge boon, like their movies, shows. Yes. Everything. Yes. I'm really yeah. I'm be I'm become a, a pretty big fan. I kind of want uh, it to happen to Japan again too, because oh, Japan's be me, like they're anime just regionally popular. popular. Yeah, their mangas are super popular. Anime will always dominate. Manga will always dominate. But I want to see a re rise in Japanese movies and Japanese music and Japanese uh, television shows. Because like I don't like people love Japanese music, but like only when it's like in an anime. It's mm-hmm. like well. Why do you like it in anime, but you don't like it otherwise? Like, but you, uh, I don't know. Well, that's just a whole other. This is a little too much of a side rant. Back to the movie. Yeah. Um. So I guess let's talk a little bit about the the cast, the mm-hmm. characters, mm-hmm. a little bit. And uh, forgive me because I'm probably going to mispronounce a lot of these actors' names. And I'm not even going to attempt it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, I'm American. I'm an American. You know. <laughs> So the film stars uh, Song Kang-ho as uh, Kim Kai-tek. Uh, he's the, the father of the uh, of the Kim family, the I think they're man. called. He's the smelly man. But kind of the lead swindler. In a way, yeah, he's almost like, kind of like the master swindler. He's, but he's also the only thing keeping the family going. Yeah, he has like he has a really interesting kind of like positive attitude about a lot of things, but then it just at a certain point shatters him. Like him just getting ridiculed by these rich this rich family just breaks him. Because he thinks like he's almost like on because e- he's talking with them and all this stuff. He almost feels like I felt like he almost felt kind of like, "Oh, they're we're equals. He yes. respects me." But no. No, you're just a driver he's and you're probably going to get fired soon because you smell. Yeah. It's uh, it's demoralizing. And your son's just a tutor. He well, is. he doesn't know that he's his son. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, just all everyone in the workhouse is like, we'll replace you like that. Yeah, it's like that's why that's why it's a little parasitic because it's just like, well, you know, if we can't deal with these people, we'll just get more. 
yeah. we'll get others. It was really surprising that like he just murdered him though. At the end, you're just like, Jesus, that much of a reaction. I mean, with all the chaos going around, he was like, I think at that and point. And he saw his son was all bleeding. His, his daughter like, got stabbed. Yeah, because he was like, this guy's out here. Where's my son? And like, he's like, yell- yeah, he's yelling about his keys and shit. Give me my keys. But he doesn't know that these are his kids that are dying. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. He's just like, you're just, you're, why are you caring about her? I get you stabbed, but my kid just had a seizure. Give me the fucking keys. I'll go if you're not going to drive me. But then, yeah, and then he yeah. has to like, and then like the 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 rat man gets stabbed, <laughs> skewered, <with laughs> right sword, in the kidneys, and just falls on him. And the guy like, it's it's pretty funny when he's just like, "How do you know me?" And he's just like, "Respect, respect." And the guy's like, Ugh. he just like lifts him over. <laughs> and again, it shows like how little he know, thinks about these people. Exactly, it's like anyone who's lower than him in any way. Because they don't even do that great of an investigation. They just thought it was some random homeless guy. Right, Who yeah. ran into a party and went crazy. And I guess maybe that's some commentary about how things work in South yeah, Korea. Yeah, no one ever realizes that the maid goes missing. Yeah. No it seems one, like no one cares. No one looked in the house a little people. bit to see where it came from. Why was the son found in a pool of blood? Did they even check for the little fucking like catacomb or whatever, the little bunker area? Yeah, like, the, like, the, like I get it that the dad ran down there and went in the bunker and closed it. So, but they didn't see any clue. Like, why they didn't wonder why uh, the homeless man attacked the son down or the one dude down in the bottom. Yeah. Know. There are some little holes, but it's just also like he's got to make a movie. He can't, yeah, not every detail, but at life the same time, happens. I've I've seen this uh, director's films, quite a few of them, and it kind of seems like it's sort of a theme in his works where the police kind of just are incompetent. I feel like that's almost like what the South Korean people, I don't want to speak for the South Korean people, but like, no, I feel like they almost kind of feel like that towards them. But that, I get the impression they let the rich film because they're basically just like the police for the rich. Yeah. So there's a lot of injustice and a lot of inequality in South Korea. It's kind of, it's it's pretty sad. And I feel like uh, this director, Bong Joon-ho, Kind of exposes that a little bit. Yeah, because I feel like in these last few years, like because they had that president that was like uh, found out to be a fraud, and there was massive protests. There's been a lot of change in South Korea, mm-hmm. so you're seeing it in their media too. Like even BTS is a lot more like uh, socially conscious and like uh, uh, pushing of like social movements than like many groups before this. Because right. they have such popularity, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. They're used to South Korea, like K-pop groups come and go. BTS has stayed, That's and so has this guy. He's been making hit after hit. Yeah, um, he's had, he has a very impressive filmography. I've like after watching because his movies are available on Hulu right now. I've watched uh, pretty much all of his movies now, except for his very first movie. Um, he's probably one of my favorite directors now. Because most of his movies are either great or really, really good. Like this one, obviously. <laughs> um, Would you it, say this one's your favorite of all of his movies? No. What's your favorite of all of his movies? My favorite movie of his is one that I actually just watched recently, mm. uh, like a few weeks ago. Um, it's a movie called Memories of Murder. And it's uh, 
It's a uh, movie about. Uh, it's co- it's sort of based off of a true story. It was South Korea's first serial killer case. Oh shit. Um, and it's about, of course, you know the the hunt for the serial killer, and how, and it, it sort of goes into this idea that you know the police in South Korea are either like kind of corrupt or they're incompetent um, because there's a lot of things that happen in the movie where it's like, you know, are the police really like even trying the good guys? Um. That's a movie we'll probably watch one day. No, it's a very that's a it's a great film. Sounds terrifying. It's not really like a horror movie or anything like that. Not o- horror movies aren't the only thing that terrify me. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So I'd say that uh, that is probably his best movie, and then I'd put this right underneath it. Okay. This is the only movie of his I've seen so far. And it sounds like I'll probably end up, if this podcast goes long enough, I'll watch all his movies. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll definitely show you. It'll be like the Korean. uh, Tarantino. uh, Tarantino, yeah, that you show me all his movies. Mm hmm. But I guess not in order. No. Because I I haven't seen his first movie yet. How could you not see his first movie? I don't know. It's not widely available. Are you even a fan? I guess not. (laughs) Suck. (laughs) You might as well call Boon Joon Woon and apologize. <laughs> okay, let's. let's <laughs> what move was on. his name? Bong Joon Ho. Uh, or I, I've heard it also said uh, said the like un- the other way around. Joon Ho Bong. Okay, I'm not even gonna attempt it anymore. <laughs> but don't, just don't. I'm gonna be the one who messes up the, the names today. <laughs> you need that. We just that, that's all we need. Just one person fucking <laughs> this up. Okay, so let's uh, let's move on here. Then we have uh, Lee uh, Soon Kyun as uh, Mr. Park, the oh the head of. The I recognize him. Uh, just a little background. I actually do like Korean. Like I like I've stated, I like Korean music. I've liked Korean music for years. I'm not one of these hits. Like I haven't liked an OG, but I've liked Korean music probably since around 2014. I've been watching Korean dramas about the, like the same time. When I used to have mm-hmm. a, a K drama or a drama fever oh, before that was shut down, uh-huh. I used to watch it all the time. I love that shit. So I love dramas, and I recognize this guy from a lot of dramas. Interesting. Um, that guy. I bet There's a only... lot of these actors have probably done. Oh yeah, something. I'm sure at all because that's their bread and butter. Because you just can do a quick season of a show. Because which in in Korean and Asian, it seems like a lot of Asian places. A show will go for one season. If it gets really, really popular, it might get a couple. But usually just it's a one and done. They do one season. Mm. It's 24 episodes, 16 to 24 episodes. They're like 45 minutes to an hour long and they're done. series. Yeah, yeah. And they'll be really popular while they're out and then they're just gone because they move on to the next thing. 24 hour long movies. There are definitely shows that are like reoccurring and have multiple seasons and stuff like that. But hmm. Uh, because a lot of like it just seems a lot of stuff are based off like animes, mangas, stuff like that, webtoons in Korea, right? But yeah, interesting. And then you yeah, do have some dramas that will go on for like hundreds of episodes, kind of like a lot of soap operas. I've watched a lot of those, so yeah, I recognize him. And there's one more character I'll re- I recognize, but I'll mention that when Lee gets to them. Okay. But yeah, that he's the dad, and like at first. I thought he was going to be way worse. 
Yeah. I thought he was going to be an asshole. I thought he was going to be like a sleaze ball who was like going to try to fuck Jessica, like the sister, mm-hmm. Jessica. Uh, or, or like, and I thought we were going to see scenes of him just like fucking bitches or like, you know, just being a sleaze ball. But no, I mean, he's, he's an, a, 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 like ignorant rich guy, but he really loves his son. He loves his daughter. He obviously loves his wife. We yeah. Saw that. One of the weirdest sex scenes. Yeah. And then, like, and he admits it in a way like, oh yeah, he like loves her because he kind of has to, but whatever. But he's not like this like evil no. like, asshole. That deserves a knife in his heart. No, um, and that's that's what's interesting is that he didn't go for the easy like, oh well, you want to see this rich family just get destroyed and yeah. Now you're gonna go like, oh, the he did like you can't you can't completely justify that. You can kind of go like, oh, I can see how he broke, but it doesn't justify it. He should go to jail. No. So then you kind of go like the son wanting to free him. So yeah, it kind of. But cre- then, that, but then it leads to like that leads to the more Korean, the Asian spirit of like to your family. Yes, like, everything's your family. Mm-hmm. Like he loves his dad no matter what. And yeah, the they're both kind of like broken after the uh, the daughter dies. Yes, and like and they're survivors. And he's like, look, he's like, shit, my dad survived. Look at that, he somehow still survived. He's sending me messages every night. And he has no idea I got it. Yeah, the same way that the Rat Man was uh, sending. And he somehow recognized it through Morse code. That was weird, but yeah. <laughs> but just well, imagine how bored, like just his existence. Like when he was describing it, it sounded like torture. And he's gonna have to be there potentially forever because if the son doesn't because get rich, the ending was not something that actually happened. It's a vision of what could it's happen. It's a fantasy. Yeah, of him getting rich. Enough to buy the house himself. And yes. like his dad just being freed. Yep. Because that'd be crazy. Imagine to be the dad. You have no idea every night you've been sending these messages. You have no idea if he got them. You're just doing it because now you're just like, it's the only thing I got. It's the only thing that's keeping to like me kill going. Myself. And then all of a sudden you just hear your son one day like yell from up, upstairs, come out, dad. Yeah. <laughs> and then just you walk and you're just like, was that? And you creep out. And you're like looking around, and like the Truman people are gone, or maybe multiple families. Maybe multiple families, because there'd be times when you'd have a lot of food and no food, a lot of food, no food, like <laughs> fucking. And then you just see, and then you see your wife and your son. And you're just, like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yes. it, it wasn't a. It was an emotional scene when he runs into the bunker first and then, like, looks at his bloody hands and then starts crying because he realizes his daughter's dead. Right. Yeah. And that was fun. Like, she was just like, stop pushing on it. It hurts. And she was just like, that was good acting. It was. They were all really good actors. Oh, yeah. It's 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 absolutely wonderful. She, that this death movie. of hers was brutal because it was just well, well, real. It felt real. But we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. The, uh... Yeah, I I like that it's a little bit more subtle about how the f- rich family's treated. They're mm. not evil. You don't like you don't want anything horrible to happen to them to any of them. But you're you're fine with them getting taken advantage of. But yeah, you're fine with them. They're not hurting anybody yet. No. No one's once dying. He murders them because he smells. Cross the line. <laughs> it's like, okay. Definitely cross the and line. And then it makes you really wishy-washy about the sun. A little bit, yeah. But then I could. See but then both it's sides. like you know, family. 
Yeah, so who knows? Uh, okay. So I guess we'll... Next uh, actor. Boop, boop, boop. Beepity, bobbity, boop. Who's in this movie? <laughs> so, we'll go... Uh, the next actor we'll highlight is uh, Cho Yo Jung, uh, who plays the uh, the mother of the Park family. Okay. The rich family. The hysterical one. The sort of the young kind the of... The typical rich w- lady in Korea. Yes. I've seen her in countless dramas and other movies. <laughs> she's just she just cares about like one particular kid or her household and mm-hmm. she's really oblivious to other people's feelings. But and then she, like Yeah, and she just reacts in really historical uh, hysterical ways. Yeah, everything's like her son's a genius because he paints some weird finger paint bullshit. But he's also she's also like worried that he's because tr- he got traumatized. Yeah, by some ghost. What's it actually? The Rat Man, which was one it's, of the most terrifying things I've ever seen in my life. That would have traumatized the, me at the age of eight. But it's also like seven. in. But in context, though, it's like really terrifying, but also kind of hilarious. Because when you know that, like, he probably wouldn't actually hurt the kid. And he's just looking at him with his eyes all wide and shit in the dark. And just that face coming out of the darkness. And his eyes are the only thing that are glowing. Yeah, it's like a horror movie, but it's also just really funny for some reason. And then he sees that guy come out and stab his teacher in the chest. The teacher that he really, really likes. And that, yeah, that kid's even more traumatized now. And you're just like, But yeah, the wife, yeah, she's that typical. She's good. She's I like actress, her, but like, yeah. yeah, she just she fits her role. There's not Perfectly. much to say about her. Not really, yeah. She's just a kind of a funny, like, uh, almost like she adds to, I guess, what the the social commentary is, like rich people just being oblivious. Yeah, and, and only caring par- about themselves. I will say, there's also some things with her, well, not her character, but things that she kind of brings up about. Like ordering uh, like bow and arrow and like Native American stuff for her son, and this talk about oh they do this in America and oh I flew this chef out from America, it's like I feel like there's some sort of commentary going on going on about South Korea loving America so much and, and like just that's like a status symbol like us and it's how like that's if, a status. did you go to school in South Korea oh well that's a good job so thing it, and, and it's almost a, another way that the Park family is parasiting off of something yeah because they really love American stuff it shows that the rich of South Korea really like worship and love American stuff but the poor can't afford any of the American stuff they have no idea what they're talking about nope I mean I'm sure they ha- have some sort of idea but they have no way of achieving it, yeah. unfortunately. So I don't know. I thought that's sort of an interesting thing about her character mm-hmm. a little bit. But I guess we'll move on. <laughs> uh, let's see. Now we have uh, Choi Woo-Sik. I'm sorry. I pronounced that horribly. Uh, as uh, Kim Ki-Woo, also known as Kevin in the film. Kevin. He's the, the son. Yes. The uh, the the boy uh, the guy who uh, comes up with all. the idea of all this mm-hmm. or starts this domino effect, I guess. And then like has a very questionable relationship with we don't know how old of a girl. Yeah, she's she, no younger than probably sixteen. She looks very young, but she's Beverly eighteen. And maybe what the fuck if she's fourteen? I don't know. She's talking about like going to college. Yeah, or she's something. getting tutoring for that stuff, but 
they start preparing for that stuff way early. I yeah, I it's it's a little questionable, but it's also kind of cute. Yes, because they really like each other, and uh, he's a uh, he's kind of like almost like a snake charmer type character. He is. He's the Very, one because he's a smooth talker. His sister's kind of abrasive with her. Like she's more upfront with her swindles. And then he kind of kind of cold and calculating. Yeah, so she'll just be like, "What the fuck? You're gonna not get pay us?" And then like the, he just comes in like, "Oh, you know what, man? You can like you don't have to pay us, but maybe you give us another job." Yeah, he he comes and charms them while his family's kind of like abrasive. Yeah, because he takes more after his dad, and the daughter takes more of their mom. Yeah, he's the guy who can kind of just smooth things over when things get a little shaky. Yeah, and he can get everyone to like him. Yeah, exactly. That's why everyone in the family immediately like falls in love with him. Yeah, the Park family. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> it is, and like, like when he gets his head bashed. In. Okay, yeah. Like, so first of all, grab the wire. Why are you? Wh- yeah, take, take it off. Thing off. Why are you running? You had he had plenty. Of, the guy was walking slow as fuck <laughs> to keep up. He could have easily at any point taken that thing off his throat and not went go donk. And then when you do that. Immediately look back and start rolling. Don't just go, oh shit, and then boom. <laughs> and then the guy, like, yeah, Rat Man immediately comes up with a f- the rock, the metaphorical rock, um, and just fucking smashes his, his head, head twice. And, yeah, because the first he smashes his head in, and then we see him like drinking like the plum wine to get like kind of drunk and like probably hydrated, and then he just picks up the rock one more time and just throws it again on his head, just. Yeah. And then you just see his hand twitching. And you're like, is he is he dead? Yeah, because the blood's mixing with the oil. You're like, what the fuck? That's what I thought when I, when I first yeah, saw Yeah, because especially when the daughter dies. You're like, oh, they're all dying. This is like, oh. I mean, I, and I was already familiar. I knew this movie was probably going to end in a really I almost thought up. the mom was going to die. Me too. And then it was going to end up like with the dad killing them, killing each other. The dad and the dude, homeless guy killing each other. That would be pretty. Or the dad killing the homeless guy and being alone. Yeah. Seeing him in that little shitty apartment by himself, his whole family's dead, just yearns around him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because uh, uh, their apartment gets flooded. The King family, the poor family. Yeah, that was was the start of, like, like, everything is just going bad. And then, yeah, he has that conversation with his son while they're sleeping on the floor of a gym. I have a plan. But he doesn't have a plan. Yeah, exactly. And that's when, and the the, the son realizes that. Mm-hmm. The dad's finally like reached the point where he's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know how to survive. <laughs> and yeah, he just resorts to murder. But yeah, then the son doesn't die, and no, then he just gets, gets. He doesn't even get brain damage, which is kind of funny. Well, he has brain da- well, He has to get brain surgery. Right, yeah. He fixed his skull. And, and when he wakes up, he's just like laughing hysterically. Which is like something common, I guess, that happens to like brain surgeon, people who have brain surgery. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Like you touch the weird nerve and everything kind of just is not normal for a while. <laughs> he laughs at his like trial. He laughs at his, when he see he's not, he's, and he's, when he's, he's narrating this and he's like, I'm not happy. I'm not really laughing. Like when he sees his sister's dead like face, he's just like, but he can't help it. But he's like the one time he didn't laugh. Was he right. and looked at the house? Wait, the, the Wait, park house? It? Yeah, well, he says there's one time he wasn't laughing. Uh, I can't remember now. God damn it. No, I think it was when they went to uh, the daughter's memorial 
thing. Was it? Was he not laughing then? Yeah, he wasn't laughing. Yeah, I think because okay. him and his mom were both. No, kinda, she, the mom was crying. Yeah, he was, was laughing, crying. but he was laughing. No, I don't think he was laughing. He was lightly chuckling. He was going, <laughs> like that kind of crazy. I don't think so. And I think it was the scene after that he said he didn't laugh. I don't know. Now we have to watch the ending again after this podcast. <laughs> we'll give you an update next week. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, he was really good. I liked him. Very yes, interesting character. Okay, and then we got Park Sodam as uh, Kim Ki Jong, also known as Jessica. Jessica, Jessica, I know definitely from Korean dramas. Yeah, she's the, the the daughter of the. Yes, the it Kim was weird family. seeing her in this role because I've only seen her in like her in a like doing a Korean romance drama. Like I didn't want to see her get stabbed and murdered <laughs> and swindling and being a horrible person and getting it's, people fired. Yeah, uh, she's uh yeah, again she's she's sort of like more cold and calculating and manipulative. Yeah. Than uh, Kevin, I guess we'll call him. She'll help her family, but she doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't about give a fuck else. about anybody else. And no matter what, she's number one priority. Yes, she's almost a little bit of a sociopath in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but does she deserve to die? No, no. Especially horribly. Yeah, she gets stabbed and right. She in her bleeds heart. out, and she's just like, like you see her, like I'm dying. Oh God! Like she's just—it's really yeah. It's hard. And, and her mom murders that dude, and then like holds her while she dies. And her dad's trying to push down on the blood, and yeah. he's screaming for someone to push down on the blood at first. When, he mm-hmm. can't, when he's trying to wrestle the dude at first, and he's like, someone push on the wound! And no one's helping her because they only care about the son. Yes. Because she's just... She's the help. She's the help. Cares about the help, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. almost why he kills him in the exact Parasites. same way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, you really, you deserve this because you don't care about people. The people around and you. immediately, like, you see him immediately go, what did I just do? Yeah, yeah. He immediately regrets it. Mm-hmm. And he just runs away. Like, <laughs> like what, how am I going to get out of this? Yeah, because it, like, it, it is an intense scene. Like, when you see the daughter carrying the son and she's just screaming, ah! Yeah, it's, like a, it's like a war scene. It is. Everyone's screaming and running away. You see your wife is wrestling this fucking <laughs> maniac who just stabbed your daughter. You see your son being dragged away by, like, like the 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 Park family's daughter, while she's screaming for help as he's just bleeding all over her, <laughs> and fucking, and then you just see the husband go, stinky. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Respect that that rat man. We'll Respect. get to that. We'll get to that rat man. We'll get to him in a moment. Okay. Yeah, I like her. I like the daughter. It was sad that she had to die. So. Next character we'll talk about. We haven't really mentioned uh, this character too much, but she actually does play a major part. Uh, we have uh, Lee Jung Yoon as uh, Guk Moon Gwang. She's the the housekeeper for the Park family that gets um, ousted by the Kims, so they can the bring most in the mother. Elaborate way in the possible. most elaborate uh, and probably funny. See, not and funny. diabolical. And one of the most diabolical. Yeah, definitely. Because the there's no way for them to get traced to. There's so it's such a conniving thing that they do. So what happens is, uh, when they decide they want to bring in 
the mother to become the housekeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, they find out, or Kevin finds out through uh, the the daughter that the family can't have peaches in the house because the housekeeper is allergic. Mm-hmm. And so they decide, well, the uh, the mother, the you know, Mrs. Park, I guess, is a germaphobe, hy- hypochondriac or something. So if she sees that like she uh the housekeeper is getting sick, like coughing up blood and shit. Get tuberculosis. Getting basically they say that yeah, she has T B. <laughs> um if uh, they manage to convince her of that, they'll be able to get her out of the picture and then bring in the mom, uh, the mother. And it's just a really just fun, elaborate, and well-edited sequence. It is. You got, like, so they find out she's allergic to peaches, so what they do is they shave the hairs off a of peach, mm-hmm. and then the sister walks behind the do- or no the the, the the brother walks behind the, the, housekeeper. the housekeeper and throws the peach hairs into her face but from like oh, into the, her hair into her hair yeah so from behind so she no one's gonna realize it so then she starts having allergic reaction mm-hmm. so they can get her to go to the hospital so that the dad can take a selfie at the hospital saying like oh i was there for my yearly routine and i she I ended up being a, in I was my taking selfie. A selfie for my wife and, oh and then she just ended up being in the background and she was coughing and, and she was saying like how she's got tuberculosis and all these horrible things. Yeah. And then the mom doesn't believe it at first. So then they do it again. They douse her with another dosage of peach hair. <laughs> and then they fuck it. And then, so then like the mom sees her like. <laughs> and so like and then the dad walks up to the trash can where like she threw away a loogie fucking tissue. Pour some hot sauce yeah, on some, it. Yes. And like chili sauce on it. And it's like. Dun, dun, dun. Pulls it out. Of the- and the mom's like. <laughs> and it's just like it's perfect. It's and then the next scene, scene is the daughter going, "Ooh, peaches!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's so like it's fucked up, but I mean, at the same time, it's kind of sad. Because then you just think she's gonna be get gone. away with it. Yeah, you never expect what's gonna happen. No, you never then, think you're gonna see that character again. Exactly, and then we get you know some, uh, you know, the biggest like twist in the entire movie. Yeah, you get uh, you say it. So it turns out after she gets. Uh, she gets fired. The uh, Park family leaves to go on like some sort of like camping trip that the son for his birthday. Yeah, for his birthday or like his Boy Scouts thing or something. No, it's thing. his birthday. Right. So, anyways, so they uh, the Park family leaves. So the Kim family decides to just stay in their party house. it up. Yeah, they just immediately slip in. And yeah, because the because guess what? The mom has to stay there because she's the housekeeper. Yeah. So they're like, oh, why can't we? So, while they're just, like, yucking it up and eating all their food and... Drinking whiskey. And looking out their picturesque window, which almost looks like a movie screen in a way. I know. It's kind of... Such a beautiful home. It's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So, they're just, you know, living the the lavish life, you know, piggybacking off of this rich family. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, the housekeeper comes back... It's fucking raining. She's like screaming, please let me in. She's all like peached out. Yeah, her face is like swollen as fuck because She's got scabbies. Because they've completely ruined her. <laughs> um and so they let her in. Thinking like, reason. oh, she'll just grab something small. And that and like we said earlier, we just think that's stupid. But I, I could see it being like, Oh, you're just gonna grab something real quick, because that's what she says. I just need to grab something real quick. 
But then, but then you start hearing her going, and just screaming, you're like, "What the?" Yeah, fuck? she goes down into the basement and doesn't come back. And then she's just like yelling, and you're like, "What the hell is?" And happening? then you just see her like this little lady, like trying to she's push trying to push the. And it looks shelf. creepy. Yeah, the way it's shot. Yeah, the way she looks, like trying to like this, the way she's crammed in there. Ex- yeah, it's, she it's, looks like a demon. It's very interesting. And then yeah, they open this weird cellar door bunker and they're like, what that the leads to like a book? dungeon or bunker it's or a bunker like they explain it like in uh, a lot in like in the 80s when they were building a lot of these houses uh, a lot of rich families had built nuclear bunkers for themselves because they thought north korea north was going to bomb them <laughs> yeah um and a lot of people just don't know about it like they like because the, they were being hidden so right. When the house gets sold, you don't know unless the original household tells you. Yeah, they you. tell you. And the last housekeeper, I guess, was like embarrassed by it. Remember? No, the last household. Yeah, he was embarrassed that he had it, so he didn't tell anybody about it. Yeah. So she used the opportunity to hide her to fucking hide her husband. husband. Her rat husband. And like she, they find like when they finally creep down there, she's just, he's like suckling on a fucking teat. Like, like a fucking like, like a, a baby, baby bottle or something, and he's, just, he's like, "I'm so hungry." It's just like immediately, it's just like it takes such a weird turn. Yeah, and then you're like, "Oh, she's like she's been like stealing from the family." No, she pays for all his food herself. She literally yeah, just where, has him stay there. Yeah, that's where so all her money like, goes. Oh. So you're almost like they could just let him stay there. I I yeah I don't know, but again, this you know this rich family is just like ooh. Yeah, it's uh, and he's hiding in there because he's hiding from like the creditors, which is a big thing in like yeah. it seems like in Asian movies always and Asian things, like the creditors will not let you go in Korea. And Especially I guess in uh, Loan Sharks, he he actually went to Loan Sharks. And I guess I'll just say that actor's name right now. Oh yeah, uh, Park Myung Hoon, and that the character's name is uh, Oh Oh Gyun Sae. I probably he could do some real good horror movies. He has a really interesting face, for sure. Just really wide eyes. He looks. I'm sorry to be offensive. You look like a rat man. Yes, we're calling him Rat Man. Because he, lo- I mean, maybe it's just like the way the movie was filmed, and he was like being well, dressed because up and makeuped up. But he just looked like a rat man. He was living like a rat, basically. Yeah, and he, just, and he was living, and like he was worshiping the dad of the Park family for some <laughs> reason. For, like, for because no, he thought he was the one who was really taking care of him, I guess. So yeah, like, like he was providing him the shelter because he was maybe the insane. maybe his wife was telling him like, oh, they they know you're here. They're but he like stared at a picture and he would, and he learned Morse code just so he could send him a message every day, like thank he's you. Just, like, and banging his head on this fucking like light. Well, he did that when he what was he like gets tied up. Yeah. yeah, and he's trying to notify him. Hey, my wife's dying. My wife's dying. My wife's dying. SOS. SOS. And the son was like starting to die. Like uh, like. Uh, Learn it. The son knew about it all. <laughs> the son's like, there's a demon in here. Right. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> that, that scene is so funny when he just comes out of the darkness and scares the shit out of that just kid. Just the top part of his head. He was like <laughs> it. In a way, yeah. It's scarier Because he it. just appears and the kid's just eating cake. You're just happy kid. Like, mm, cake, and delicious. Sneaking downstairs. <laughs> I'm going to eat some cake. Demon! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this, uh, this movie has a really interesting... But then you feel bad for the rat man. Because he watches his wife die mm-hmm. in front of him and he's bashing his head in. 
He's covered in blood. Yeah, it's to try to get crazy. people to notice. Mm-hmm. And you see that scene where he's like looking, and he, like he's doing, doo, 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 and he's just he's like, just like ah! and she's just like, I don't feel very good. And she's, she's like throwing, throwing up. up. Yeah, she's got a she's di- a concussion, horrible concussion. Because oh god, it was a pretty fucked up scene. Okay. Yeah, it's during like yeah we forgot, we kind of stopped. We kind of I yeah we got <laughs> really sidetracked. Sorry about that. We got folks. to the point so like she they discovered the 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 the, the guy they discover Ratman right. The rest of the family falls from the la- like the and then staircase. yeah like yeah they were trying to s- they snuck down to see what was going on but then one of them trips and it makes them all trip and then the housekeeper has her phone takes a picture and threatens to send it to the Park family to expose them and then there's this kind of fight that happens up you know upstairs yeah after like because at first they take control and the, the husband's all like it's like a nuclear missile <laughs> and they make yeah. all these like north korean jokes right exactly. they make fun of the leader the kim jong-un um i like that yeah yeah it's um, really funny and they make the family sit in the corner with their hands up mm-hmm. <laughs> but then yeah then they start wrestling and it's a f- intense fight scene because like the one woman is like holding her own against like the whole family <laughs> the maid's like i'm gonna fucking fight but then, like, the daughter, like, starts rubbing a peach on her face. Oh, <laughs> like, right. Ah! That's why they turned it against her. That was fucked up. See, she's holding her by the throat, rubbing a peach in her face. Yeah. And she's like, killing her, basically. And then they tie her up, and they throw her down in the, the basement um, because they think she's just, like, all knocked out from the... From the peach. The peach. And then, like, she starts hopping up the stairs when the, so the Park family comes home. So, yeah, uh, the, the camping trip goes horribly for the park family because it's just like raining and Mm, there's a flood yeah and there's a huge flood that's going on so the park family is coming back and they give them eight minute warning and they give them basically an eight minute warning and they make the mom cook this really interesting uh dish just like steak and noodles it looked delicious it's called they call it ramdam at least that's how it's translated yeah it looked delicious i want it it's a mixture of just steak and uh Udon music, uh, udon noodles with some kind of sauce, probably some it, delicious. It looks really good. Garlic ass sauce. It looks very, very good. Um, yeah. So then, like, so they're trying to hide those two people because they get they they're able to get control, like grab them because there are four of them. Mm-hmm. And then, like, as the when the family gets home, it's hilarious because you have like the fucking dot like the the daughter underneath the table which i'm like you could see all the garbage <laughs> yeah it's like that's how oblivious the rich family is they don't even notice the garbage beneath the fucking like just couches and the son's <laughs> hiding beneath below the fucking daughter's bed you got the fucking dad like where was the dad hiding oh he was hiding like Underneath the table, they were all hiding in. Uh, they were all hiding underneath the table at one point in the living room. Yeah, yeah, and then. Uh, but then, when the Park family comes, they they the two kids find a way to escape, but then the dad kind of gets stuck, kind of out in the open. Yes, yes, yes. Hide in the darkness, and that's when they scatter. The son runs upstairs. Uh, right, yeah, he has hides. to go underneath the the daughter's bed. Try to put the, her diary back. Right, yeah, because um. But yeah, then the the maid like move. starts to, like hopping up the stairs, and she's just about to get up to the top of the stairs, and like the wife's gonna, the mother Miss Park's gonna know, and the mom just comes and boop kicks, punk, her, kicks her right her down the, the stairs stair. and just and tumbles, she tumbles and smashes her, her head into the concrete wall, and you're like, she's dead, done, she's done, 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 ski, and the dad's like, oh, 
<laughs> Even he's like, uh oh, why did you do that? <laughs> he's like, oh shit, he's caused more problems. Yeah, because then he sees blood and he's like, oh shit. <laughs> oh, but yeah, this movie is a roller coaster. It is because then her right before she dies, the the maid woman is able to tear the guy's like restraints up a little bit with her teeth allowing him to probably eventually break through the tape. <laughs> that's how he escapes. Like, he's able to ambush the guy in the end. Yeah. And he's so elaborate. When, like, the, the, the son's looking, and he's, like, sneaking up to the body, and you just all of a sudden see appear behind him a little rope. <laughs> or, like, a ca- like a thing like a dog catcher would use. Yeah. And you're like, that's oh, just, shit, buddy! Yeah, that shit's creepy. And then just, this oh, movie's wah! very... And then he starts running with him. This movie's very suspenseful. It is, because it's an intense, like, when he runs with him and then just puts it in the wall. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going nowhere. Yeah, and then, I mean, that whole sequence with the... He starts screaming, reveal- like, wait, 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 you don't have to do this. <laughs> like, yeah, like that, you were about to come murder us. The whole scene where, like, the husband is revealed, that scene is just... There's so much tension there, because you're like, what... Is happening. And the mom, what are we about to see here? Yeah, the maid's like begging, like, please let us stay here. And then it just flips so quickly. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And it flips back. And then everyone's dead. Most people are dead. But the dad does give the maid a pop- proper burial. He yeah. does feel bad about her death. Yeah. She didn't deserve that. Yeah, she was he- literally just fighting for her husband. He understood that. So it's yeah. A, yeah, it's a real just. That's what I don't mean. Like get like when you meant by like dark comedy. Like I get there's some comedic moments, but there's not really like. I guess like there's not really any times where they're going for the humor. I think anything that's sort of like slightly humorous but also dark is considered a dark. Comedy. I would just feel like this is just like a really realistic like dark drama. Because it was like you could you could relate with the characters. It wasn't just like obviously there was only there were some things obviously only Koreans could probably relate to, but like anyone like you could imagine this movie being made in America, a family could, about a swindlers like infiltrating a family. And apparently, this is it's gonna get a remake, but as like a almost I think a TV show on HBO. Oh. Yeah, and it's gonna it's be gonna drag it out. And it's going to drag it out. And it's it's going to be, be a lot of like pointless plots. And there's going to be a lot of just message. Do you get it? Yeah, because they're going to put the American messages in it. And it's like, oh. And it's going to be so like not subtle because we don't do subtlety very well. And it's already been done. So it's like, how do you be subtle about something that's already been done? I mean, you could maybe. There could be some sort of like different story you could tell. Maybe. I guess we'll have to wait. Well, I won't watch it. Yeah, luckily enough, we don't have a podcast about a show. So. About TV shows, no. <laughs> so I won't have to watch this, but you might watch it and you can tell me. Or at least we'll get the, the the reaction to the audiences when it comes out in probably a few years if it's just like not even being made. Yeah, not at this point right now. But Bong Joon-ho, I think, is p- a part of it in some way as like a producer. I would hope. But I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he'll get a big headache working with Americans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he liked, uh, I guess apparently had a pretty positive experience with his two other American films, Snowpiercer and Okja, which was Okja a Netflix is an movie. American film? Yeah. No, I thought it, it was a uh, Well, American-South Korean co-production. 
because it's a Netflix movie. Was it based in Korea or based in... Well, it has a South Korean main character. A little side note about Okja for a, <laughs> for a second. Uh, it's about a, a girl who uh, has a pet who's a, a super pig. <laughs> who's being, like, the world is now breeding super pigs uh, to, I guess, satisfy, you know, hunger, world hunger or whatever. Uh, so they're making the they're creating these genetically modified giant pigs, and uh, her pig is named Okja, mm-hmm. and she gets like taken by this like the like this company, who I think is who's the ones who are creating the super pigs, and uh, she's basically trying to rescue. It's like a kind of like animal rescue kind of movie. She wants to get save her pig. Yes, and it. It kind of it's it's pretty dark. Terrible. We might watch that movie one day. No. I'll cry instead. It has a really bad performance by Jake Gyllenhaal in it, though. <laughs> Weirdly sad. enough. But we'll get we'll see we'll watch that movie one day, maybe. If Lee feels up to it. Down the line, over the years, we'll see. Well, that's the cast. Those are the characters, and we pretty much like talked about all of the major mm-hmm. things that happen in this film. It's we'll get now to questions for Lee. What questions? Questions for Lee. Questions. All right, let's get to questions for Lee. Um, questions. You already answered this one. When did you see this movie? You saw it around the time the Oscar buzz. Do you think it deserved the Oscar? Yes, absolutely. You don't think Joker should have won? Well, what are you talking about? Didn't it go up against Joker? It's fine that Joker got nominated, but it didn't win, so who cares? Oh, I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> um, uh, you answered this. This is this is not your favorite movie of his. It's your second favorite. Yes, Memories of Murder. Okay, what's your favorite part of this movie? Like, uh, you know, you know, you know what I mean by when I ask that always. Ooh, it could be anything. Damn, I think it might be the. Uh, it's probably a toss up between. The scene where they're getting their mom into the house. That whole elaborate sequence. Peach of, scene. Of fuck you, peaches. <laughs> fuck you, peaches. Yeah, that whole scene. And I would say the twist, that that reveal of the, the rat man. Because <laughs> um, I was just like, at what? that point... I was at the, I was like when I was in the theater watching that movie. I think I was on the edge of my seat. Yeah, because when she uh, backtrack a little bit, when she's trying to open the thing, you're at first you're like, "What?" And then it's revealed it's a bunker, and you're like, "What the fuck's down there?" And then she starts screaming. Yes. And you're like, "What the you're fuck like, is down? What there? is going? What is happening now? Is there going to be some like weird gremlin monster creature thing that's her baby?" I didn't think that, but I thought there was going to be. Like, I did for a second think that could have gone real fucking weird because I know about that Oakshot movie where it has like weird super pigs. Like, I mean, there was some weird mutated like her son was <laughs> it down. It takes there. place in the. I same thought it was going to be like maybe her son or something. Some weird like super yeah. obese, disgusting, some like deformed blah. creature. Okay, yeah, I get that. But then it's like revealed to be her husband, and then she's just, like giving. Oh, you were so hungry. Like, yeah, it's. <laughs> you're like, what it's, the fuck? And like when the mom's walking down, she's like, "What is this place?" <laughs> like, it's crazy. It's a straight up apartment downstairs, a bunker. 
But yeah, I mean. And then I thought like, oh, they're going to murder these people and they're going to move into the bunker. They're going to move into the bunker. I thought that's that's where it was going to go. Mm. And it was going to get dark into the fact that they were going to replace the Park family. Yeah, you would think that it would kind of get, it would kind of go that way. And that's what I like about this movie. It was unpredictable. Like almost like they locked the Park family up downstairs. Yeah, that'd be funny. But um, oh, fun. not funny, but it's <laughs> pretty like. All right, well, those are ironic. two. Gra- those are the two like best scenes. Um, what's your biggest complaint? Ooh. Oh, <laughs> my biggest complaint! Wow. I mean, I guess you could probably poke a few. We've already kind of poked a few holes in the situation. There's no way that it, like they'd be able to get away with it this much. Yeah, I just don't think people are that oblivious. Yeah, but I definitely think there's like there's kind of an element of social really? commentary mm-hmm. there. So I think that's the reason. It's a movie, so you gotta have you know things kind of work on that level. Yeah, you even can't, a South Korean film, things have to happen otherwise the plot's not gonna move forward. So you can't, yeah, it's the whole obsession with like, oh, that's a plot hole. It's stupid. You can criticize those things if the movie is has nothing else to offer. Oh, leaving yourself open to criticize my movies, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Little demon gremlin over here himself, rat man. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, all right. That makes sense. Now let's get into Lee. What's your rating? And I don't know. I w- I don't know if we know this. Do you recommend the movie? Well, I'll just say right now, yes, definitely recommend. Uh, if you're f- yeah, if you're a fan of uh, quirky kind of thri- like thriller comedy kind of films, like it kind of reminds me. I of think that just painted it in a completely different light than whatever is quirky. I don't think of this movie as quirky. When I think bit. quirky, I think Benny and June. It's That's little... my kind of quirky. When I click the quirky tab in Netflix, <laughs> this doesn't pop up. I promise you. <laughs> it's fucking bubblegum girls going, I'll play the guitar, but I'm just kind of... Quirky. And I'm a CEO. And I just, just, they're quirky, so quirky, quirky, quirkiness. <laughs> it's quirky for a movie like this. I don't know. I just don't. So this movie does not come up when you click the quirky tab. I just want to tell people, and I'm saying quirky weird now because I've said it so many times. Um, but and then yeah, comedy, you, like I don't. You were laughing a lot at this movie at season. I but I was like, what's? It's fucked up. <laughs> well, it's because because I don't see this movie as a good comedy at all. <laughs> uh, there are some funny parts, but they're not like laugh out loud. Ha 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 ha. When I think of dark comedy, I still think you're going to be laughing out loud. You just might see that person then get their head cut off, or it might be some fucked up thing happens right afterwards. Well, this is more of like a, like, I guess, when you think about, like, the situations, like, for me, it's like, I don't know, I'm trying not to sound, like, pretentious, but I guess it's like the irony in in all of it. Yeah. Everything that happens. I guess. That makes me kind of laugh. Yeah, it's definitely dark. <laughs> it's dark. It's yeah. You got that you like, tag right. Completely. You like dark films if you're willing to read subtitles, which I think at this point people should just get over that shit. Yes. 
Um, Otherwise, you're gonna miss out. On you're gonna miss out on things. a lot of great films, and this is one of them. This is a great film. Definitely one of the best movies of the last. There's a decade. lot of movies out there other than Hollywood. Yes, it's definitely like now. I'm definitely more appreciative of like international films, and I want to watch more. You got to think. Every country, no matter how small, has a somewhat Hollywood. Or just, you know. Like Spain makes movies. Spain makes movies. Portugal makes movies. Uh, France. Thailand makes movies. You know, it's, yeah. There's China so- censors movies. It's terrible. <laughs> but yeah, like, so many, there's so many different uh, perspectives you can get. Mm-hmm. And that's what's interesting about uh, international films. So... This movie, I think I'll give it, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Okay. Um, obviously, I recommend it. It's a good movie. All the points that Lee said. Um, obviously, it's not going to be my most favorite movies. It's not going to my top list or anything. But that's just because I don't like movies that are super sad or super serious, really. I like. Su- I don't want to say that because I do really. Like, you just last watched week's, a super serious yes, movie of yours. But it still ended with like this, like, woo! Yeah, was pretty, justice yeah. was served. Bad things happened, but justice was served. The, this, everything like, got tied up in a neat bow. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and Lee likes to, when a movie ends with like, who knows? Is the daughter dead or alive? You'll never know. Feel bad for the rest of your life. <laughs> Black screen. <laughs> like, yep. I hate that. Um, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but it's a good movie. I definitely could see the acting. I enjoyed the movie. It didn't feel like a slog fest. Um, I wasn't. I thought. I thought Parasite was a horror movie. I knew it wasn't monsters, but I thought it was still going to be like a crazy, like a much more like a gore fest. Yeah, I thought they were going to murder that family. Nope. Um, There's some violence in it. But yes, but I thought they were going to do it like in a more fucked up way. Like I thought the uh, Kim family was going to be more. There's psychotic. other more like fucked up, more violent Korean. South yes, Korean of course films. they're good at that shit. So is Japan. Um, I thought. Uh, I just thought the Kim family was going to be more psychotic. Oh. Like maybe they were going to start like murdering rich people around the neighborhood or like getting into so- getting into the society and replacing people and kind of almost like American psychoing it, but like <laughs> Korean psychoing it. Okay. Um, it's interesting. But yeah, so I'd give this movie, I'll, I can't give anything lower than a seven. Um, All right. So I give it a or seven. Higher than a seven? Yeah, because I'm just like, I still don't feel good watching it <laughs> by the end. Um, now real quick, I want to give, I don't usually do this for Lee's movies, but I want to give my version of the way this movie kind of ends and goes. So pretty much everything happens the way it happens. All right. Except in the end, you have the daughter choose to stay with Kevin and she helps take care of Kevin after he's all fucked up with the brain shit. And the mom goes to jail. She takes all the responsibility So she ends up going to jail for a long time. So she's out of the picture. The the sister dies. Um, The dad still murders the other dad. So it's still this like fucked up thing. But Kevin doesn't forgive his dad. Kevin chooses the girl over the dad. And he sees the light flickering. And it ends with him going like, you've done what you've done, dad. Or some, some better way of phrasing that. And then just him like walking away and ignoring it. 
okay. and letting his dad stay there. And like, hit, that's your prison. That's your punishment for ruining everything. <laughs> uh, all right. Just because that makes it a little happier for me. I guess. People getting their comeuppance and. Because uh, I didn't like the mom relation- that much. So I don't care if she suffers. The relationship. And then <laughs> I just, because like, it's, I just think it's also a little, I get it. Like she's a, like she was a teenage girl. The mom just pulled her away, all that stuff. But really you have no reference to her at all when he wakes up. Like she was carrying it. Like it was a pretty intense She was carrying him. Yeah, maybe that got cut. I feel like maybe there should have been scene. some reference because he went over everything. He couldn't have been like, and then what's her face, whatever her name was, moved away with the mom and I didn't get to talk to her anymore or something. I think it's it just fine because... Because I didn't feel like he didn't care about her at all. The mom probably said that, uh, you know, the daughter can't hang out with him anymore. Well, of course, but I'm just saying, like, I, there's no reference to that. He doesn't mention that. The mom, ban- like, refused to see us. The daughter refused to see me or whatever. Yeah. Like, she didn't forgive him for the murder or whatever. Just nothing. He just... Because it didn't seem like he didn't care about her. It seemed like he really liked her. Yeah, well... Not as much as she liked him, obviously, but... Okay. Maybe you found a another <laughs> hole. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, that's parasite. Yep. We uh recommend. We both recommend it. That doesn't always happen. No. Um. But yeah, it's, well, it, it is surprising it, that I do like last this. Last week it happened. Yes, but I feel like I recommend this movie more than you recommend a time to kill. <laughs> Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> but next week we're gonna stick on the trail of really intense, serious movies with my film, Major Pain. Oh, that what a yeah. it's a it's a serious war movie about a man who has scars from the wars, who has to go be a teacher at an academy, a military <laughs> academy. You know, and will shenanigans happen? Perhaps. But will heartstrings be tugged? No. For sure. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's what we're watching next week. It's not serious. We're going more fun. We're watching Major Pain. I don't have many serious movies, so I have to spar- <laughs> I have to spare them out. Spread them out. Spread yeah. them out. Um, I do have a couple more in the uh, the chamber, but they're gonna be watched in a while. Uh, so we're gonna go back silly, and I think we also I want a break after watching A Time to Kill and uh, and Parasite. And Parasite. Both in a row. Um, so, yeah, look forward to that. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. We hope you have a great week. Uh, if you're li- Wherever you're listening to this, just know you can listen to this on Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, uh, what's the hell? Podbean. Uh, <laughs> all of it. All of them, basically. Basically where you can get podcasts, I try to put it up, and like all the major ones. Uh, follow our Instagram and it's not the worst movie ever pod and same for our TikTok. We post weekly content highlights, character highlights, random facts. Uh, we're always posting some movie stuff, you know, keep it, keep it movie. Uh, but we hope you enjoyed this podcast and we hope you enjoy the movie when you, if you chose to watch it and we will see you next week. Get out of my house, Sterling. Oh, you want you to watch?